0: On today's show, is freelancing as a family a good idea? Can it actually work? That's part of what we get into with our call-in guest, Dave. Dave is the father of three talented young developers, and together they've started an agency. Well, sort of. What we uncover as we talk with Dave is this. Family dynamics are not the same as business dynamics, and sometimes managing both can present a real challenge. If you've ever wondered whether or not to go into business with family, today's episode of Freelance to Founder is for you. Here we go. I'm Preston. And I'm Clay, and this is Freelance to Founder. Clay and I have both been there, barely making ends meet as a freelancer, knowing there has to be more. But since then, we've each built multiple six or seven figure businesses. And now it's your turn. On this show, we're changing the lives of everyday freelancers just like you.
1: Discovering this podcast a few months ago really
0: like changed the trajectory of my journey.
1: I'm not sure I would even be thinking about Pushing this forward as much as I am, if it weren't for YouTube. This has been really helpful and I,
0: I think a good mindset shift for me.
2: Really, really valuable stuff. I've made a ton of notes and I plan to put this stuff into action immediately.
0: Discovering that I'm a founder instead of a freelancer has been amazing for me.
2: If you're ready to push past hourly rates and build a business that sets you
0: free, then you've got to join us. You can call in yourself by visiting freelance2founder.com. We can't wait to chat with you. We'll be back with today's caller after this. When you wake up in the morning and check your phone, does it feel like this or like this? Because with Shopify, your morning can feel like this way more often. Hey guys, you've got enough tough decisions to make every month as you grow your business. Picking your next great book to read should not be one of them. With Book of the Month, you can forget about the hassle of browsing through endless shelves or scrolling infinitely through an overwhelming amount of book options online. Book of the Month simplifies the process of finding the next great thing to read by offering a carefully selected lineup of five to seven titles to pick from each month, from gripping thrillers to heartwarming romance and everything in between. I'm personally really excited about this new announcement from Book of the Month curated audiobooks. Since you're listening to podcasts, I assume that you like audiobooks and you're like me, you're more of a downloader than a page turner and this is your moment. I'm right here with you. I've picked out my selections for March already and you can too. Joining Book of the Month is super easy, very affordable, plus for a limited time, new members can get their first book for just $9.99 with code CHIRP. Visit bookofthemonth.com now to pick your next great read. That's bookofthemonth.com with promo code CHIRP C-H-I-R-P or click
2: Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast.
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Freelance to Founder. My name is Preston Lee with Millo.co and joining me on the air today is my good friend Clay Mosley from GetDripify.com. Hey, Clay.
2: What's going on, man? Not a lot. ready to record.
0: Yeah, man. How about your world? What's going on where you're at?
2: You know, just hustling and then chasing a kid around. That's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> which is more tiring? That's what I want to know.
2: <laughs> Running kid.
0: a business or being a parent to an 18-month-old?
2: <laughs> oh, that by far, 100x.
0: <laughs> but which is more rewarding, am I right? Yeah, it's totally. Rewarding. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, good. We're joined also by our new friend Dave calling from Washington, the state. Hey, Dave. Hi, how you doing? Doing well. Thanks for calling in today. We really appreciate it, Dave. Why don't you tell us um, a little bit about your business? Walk us through what kind of work you're doing, what your clients look like, and kind of paint us a picture.
1: Yeah. So uh, our um, business—it's a family business. It's myself and my three sons. Um, My oldest son is a product manager with um, with a big uh, game company, and. My middle son is a senior Android developer and the youngest just graduated from college with his computer science degree. So between all of us, we're a bunch of techies. when lovely. we have our when we have our family dinners, which we try to do once a month. Um, my wife always teases us about our nerd talk. And, uh, <laughs> I think and I missed I know, what, is your... what
0: you do. What like what what's
1: your yeah? <laughs> I am a embedded systems engineer, so okay. when um you know, so I, I, do a lot of, uh, electronics components, firmware development type work I'm on my day job. And outside, what does your wife I, do? My wife is a bookkeeper. She, uh, er, er, and, uh, um, office manager for her brother actually, who, um, is part of the reason why I am where I am today because of helping him run his, um, website and, uh, Google I campaigns and stuff got me to where I am today. But yeah, yeah. she works for her brother as an office manager and and uh, in the automotive industry. Nice, so, okay, very nice.
0: Yeah. So so lots of geeking out happening at, at family dinners and family events. Uh, yes. A lot, of, a lot of tech talk. And so it sounds yep. like you guys are doing, running your business on the side then.
1: Yes, right now everybody just does, I started, I restructured the way the company works so that all the kids can do their own projects through the business. So because before they were doing their little side projects and they would just have their clients Venmo them or they were struggling mm-hmm. to get paid, and I'm like, "You're you're struggling because you're not invoicing," you know. So I mm-hmm. restructured the way I was doing my business to bring the kids in, so that we all had um, the ability to, you know, manage the business. So and now we have set a goal for some of what we want to do as a company now that we're all kind of under one umbrella. Awesome.
0: So so like when someone asks you about your company or asks one of them about your company, what do you guys say you do? Like do you do you offer web web design, web development, app development? Like what what do you guys do?
1: Um app and web development. So I like doing the web development work. So that's what I usually focus on for us whenever a web client comes along. The kids like to do app development. So we actually own uh, a couple of apps. We have made some acquisitions this year where we, there's a great website called acquire.com where we've purchased a couple of apps through that site. And uh, those are bringing in some decent recurring revenue for us. Um, Still not making much of a profit, but we're, starting to break even with that and so that's been real nice and we have a goal to have we have two apps right now that are subscription based and doing well we have a couple web clients one web client is on the subscription model that you guys have touted on some of your past um, Mm -hmm. podcasts i i learned from you guys to do that and uh and so we're um we have a few things going there so we have some good recurring revenue and we're just looking to grow to that next level
0: I love it. And so, what? So, what? Um, what? I guess piece of the focus of your business do those apps represent versus like your service business?
1: So one of them's um, an app that's a Shopify app. So it's an add-on plugin for um, the Shopify platform, hmm. and so that helps us, you know, with some of our uh, uh, web clients, so that we can attract more, you know, Shopify um, clients because we have good development skills in in that area. Uh, And then the other one is um, trying to tap into the whole um, AI uh, growth. And it's an app that's an AI, a social AI planner, where an influencer can just upload a photo, put in a few keywords for what they want it to be about, and it will generate the content for you, and then it will post it to your Instagram or Facebook page. Hmm. um or linkedin so we have um those three platforms are supported right now we're trying to get the final uh authorizations through uh through facebook meta through their developers to finish up so that we can get the full release done and then we're going to slowly add in tiktok and a few other platforms as well yeah
0: so i guess that's that's super interesting stuff i wonder i guess i'm wondering like what in terms of focus in your business, are you guys like devoting half your time to growing those apps and half to the services you offer? Are you really wanting to to bring up the service piece? And those are just kind of fun side projects. Like how does it all fit together? You know
1: what I mean? Well, so what we've been able to do is we focus on our web development and we use these apps as add ons. Um, so, Like Ah, our Shopify client. So we include our app that we own on the Shopify platform for free for them. And then we give them um, like three months of credit to our new uh, social app um, so that they can uh, work on their own social media platform as well and and advertise their products through their social media accounts using our app. And so by doing that, we were able to like bundle extra services that in some senses doesn't cost us a lot. Yeah, so um, you
0: basically you basically use these as as um like premium add ons that you get that you wouldn't get with another developer, right? Um, like if you sign up with us, we'll do your website, and also we'll give you three or six or whatever months of this cool product that comes yep. along with it or whatever. Very cool. Okay, cool. And and yeah. um and did you say how long you've been doing this on the side? What when did you and your kids start start this business?
1: So, I started in twenty seventeen. Um, I separated from a job I was at, had a good severance package and I was burnt out. Um, I was really into photography. So I started a photography business, um, called the Galazo Photography. All of my kids played soccer. So Galazo is a, you know, a, a Spanish term for an incredibly awesome goal. Um, for a while, that was always my tagline of, uh, score an incredibly awesome goal in your business. Um, and so uh, so our, all of our stuff has been centric around sports for a long time. Um, but during that photography business, my brother-in-law started his business. And he's like, hey, I need a website. Can you make a website for me? So I did. Um, mm. Hey, I see that your advertising is going really well. Will you run my ad campaigns too. Mm, so I ran yeah. his Facebook and I ran his Google ads. And then he kept referring people to me. And so that became more of my business than the photography was.
0: And so what piece of and your business is the, the advertising piece? So you do web not development, very much but You also do, you also run ad I, campaigns for clients.
1: I help people find the right people now to do the ad campaigns. Cause it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of time to run those. And, uh, and so now I help people to find the right person to run their campaigns. Cause I know enough to know what my limitations are. And I know enough to know that they're finding the right person that's going to take them to that next level. Um, I don't try to be everything. I One of the things I learned is that um, the more I spread myself out, the less successful I am. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's definitely a lot there for sure in, in specializing in something and being the best you can be in, in at least sort of one area before you branch out into other areas. Okay. That's really interesting. So um, so as the business is now, like where you mostly do with your son, this web development piece, um, how long has that particular piece been, how long have you been in business? and how many clients do you have?
1: It's been about a year and a half um, since we started this. okay Yeah, uh, Part of it came from during the whole uh, pandemic time, the kids developed this um, app called Hype Gamer that was a eSports tournament hosting platform and they built it from the ground up. And it was really cool for Call of Duty. And they um it allowed the regular person, like let's say you wanted to get together with your buddies over the weekend and host a tournament for Call of Duty. Everybody puts $20 into the pot by paying through our the platform that they developed. It pulls all that money together, and then the site real time is tracking the stats of the Call of Duty game. And then at the end of the tournament, it said, "Okay, here's your one, two, three winners," and then paid everybody out of the uh, the pool that was collected. That, wow, that sounds was really cool. good. And they were doing about seventy thousand dollars a month gross. Wow! And um, and then you know, Activision had some bad press. Call of Duty took a bit of a nosedive in users, and um, and so everything kind of dwindled out. And wow. so that platform is still there but they don't really it's not really being used anymore but the goal is to um, is to try and, and get into some of the big names and that's part of where some of our areas have been struggling is we were doing well with the recurring revenue for four or five months at sixty seventy thousand dollars gross if you know it would have been nice to have leveraged that into some sort of funding and and, and mm-hmm. you know Bringing in some angel investors, and maybe we could have gone to some other platforms at the time, you know. Yeah. But it takes something like that to learn from, to know that okay, you're missing something. We didn't. Yeah. There's something we should have learned there that we didn't learn. Right. And so. And so that's kind of what I'm hoping to learn today is how do you get to that next step? How do you? Yeah. Take let's let's talk that about that a little revenue, bit.
0: Yeah. Um, so when you came to chat with us, Dave, as, as everyone who comes on the show as a guest, we're so grateful for those of you who choose to come on the show. We couldn't do this podcast without you with people like Dave. So thank you. Thank you. Um, when, when you come on the show, we have you fill out this really short questionnaire and on the questionnaire, one of the questions is on a scale of one to 10, one being a freelancer, 10 being a founder, where would you currently put yourself? Uh, and, 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 Dave, you put that you and and I, I suppose your um your business with together with your sons you're sort of at a three you said but you'd like to be more like at a six. Could you paint a picture for us? What in a perfect world, what does your business look like maybe a year from now?
1: What would be the ideal? A year, a year from now would see one of our apps. Um, having a significant amount of subscribers beyond what we've been able to do just by packaging it with our web services, but just in general getting more subscribers to some of our apps and having enough recurring revenue that they're actually turning a profit. Um, and that way we can afford to, because, you know, all of us have full-time jobs. And mm-hmm. so we're still all freelancers, even though we're a group of us. Yep. Um, and the idea is that, okay, so can we farm out some of this work? Um, you right know. one of the issues we're having right now is I need to do some walkthrough videos of how our app works so that we can finish the approval process for um, some of our uh, access to the uh, Facebook and Instagram API's I haven't had the time to do that it'd be nice to hire someone to do that but I we also have limited funds we're on a shoestring still you know yeah. and so mm-hmm. that's kind of like the balancing act that we're trying to get past
0: have you ever noticed that many of the problems people calling with on this show can be solved by hiring someone sometimes you need a full-fledged team other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at whatever your reason for hiring we recommend you take a look at linkedin jobs linkedin isn't just another job board as you may know already linkedin has a vast network of more than a billion professionals which makes it the best place to hire it gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates, so easy in fact, Social media and the importance of marketing yourself online as you grow your business. That's because social has played a huge role in both of our businesses as we've grown them. But actually, getting customers from your social accounts to your website and ultimately to make a purchase can sometimes be more difficult than it should be. If you need a simple solution, I recommend you try getting a .bio domain from Porkbun. That's .bio. .bio. You can put it in your LinkedIn bio. You can put it wherever you want to put it so that people can get directly to your website. We've partnered with Porkbun. Pork bun a lot over the years for two reasons. First of all, we trust them and they offer better deals on domain names than anyone else that we know about. And right now you can get a dot bio domain name for less than three dollars at Pork Bun. So for less than a cup of coffee, you can get a short, memorable, and professional dot bio domain name to share yourself with the world. Just visit porkbun.com freelance or click the link in this episode's description. That's P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot freelance, and you can get a dot bio domain. For three dollars right now. Okay, interesting. So, okay, so um, I, this is really this is really kind of uh, interesting for me because I'm hearing sort of two things. Which is, on the one hand, you you're you're trying to grow a, a web design web development business, but then I say, what would be the ideal for your business a year from now? And you say, I'd like more subscribers to our app, which would generate more recurring revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess. I guess I'm just trying to – I don't know. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. I'm trying to sort of parse those two different no, – they seem like two different businesses.
1: They are, and you're right. And that's part of our discussion that we've had as kids, you know, with the kids and stuff and myself yeah. is where are we going? And yeah. I keep telling web develop web clients are going to fund everything else because web clients are going to bring in more money and oh. extra money for us to be able to pay to finish developing these other apps. And so and they want to develop the app. so we're kind of been we are going in two directions and we probably will end up actually splitting the company into two if that's the direction we end up going. In. I, I, guess I guess I guess
0: I guess'm I'm missing something because and I don't mean to sort of I'm not trying to call you out necessarily but but if the if the boys are doing the development, what funding do you need from if they're doing the app development, what funding do you need from? these web design clients that you don't have yet in order to fund the development
1: marketing. And then there's some work. Well, um, oh, but hold on. Marketing is a yeah, big yeah, one. But, but I think he's asking about money,
2: right? Yeah. Or am I taking that? Or is that?
0: Well, yeah, money, but money for marketing for a thing that's not done yet. Is that, I, I guess well, I'm just trying to paint a picture. Sorry,
1: Dave. Yeah, no, that's, that's good because that helps me too, because now I know probably part of why we're struggling is, I can't explain it, then that probably explains why we can't uh, get there too. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, in, in fairness, right if if i if I was an angel investor and he came to me and said, We have this business uh, where we're hoping to grow subscribers to some apps in order to build some recurring revenue. But in order to build subscribers, we have to get web design clients first. It's a very confusing pitch, right? Mm, is. It's sort of like, so if I'm going to give you my money, are you are you going to invest that in marketing to get subscribers for the apps? Or are you going to invest it in marketing to get web design clients? And if you invest it to get web design clients, how does that actually help the apps grow, which actually produce the revenue? Right? It's it's kind of this. Yeah, there's just a lot happening.
1: Yes, there is. And so um, the web clients—that's and that's my favorite part. That's probably why I keep pushing it. Um, and um, and so and that's why you know I think in the end, part of what we're trying to do is grow enough so that we can kind of split it into two directions and have one team handling web and one team handling, and probably have it under a different name, handling all the web apps. But right now, what we're trying to do is figure out how how we can get there. And um, we know that advertising and marketing has been one area that we've been really working hard to try and, and, and take on. Um, you know, I know from running Google campaigns and Facebook campaigns, it's a good fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars a month to run a decent sized campaign, and uh, that can bleed you dry pretty quickly, um, your bank accounts pretty quickly. And mm-hmm. so, we're trying to figure out how to do that. So, um, ideally, it's the apps. In the long run, we want the apps to be the money maker. Uh, yeah, and. That's that's the end goal.
2: Is that just because that's what y'all enjoy doing as a whole?
1: That, that's what they enjoy and that's what's gonna keep them engaged.
2: How much Man. right now, if you could break it down, what percentage of your revenue come from websites and what percentage of your revenue come from the apps?
1: It's almost 50-50 right now. Okay. Um, with the how we're doing for apps and web design, because um, we've only got cu- we got a couple clients that are web clients that are on the hourly basis, and then we have mm-hmm. the one that's on subscription basis that's um, pretty good sized uh, client, and then we have um, the two apps that are running with subscription basis that are bringing in enough revenue that they're almost matching the um, the web side. Now,
2: and and the the apps are are. Dependent right now on the web development, correct? Yes. Okay. And then, in, in how much? Way? In what way? Well, he's saying because you have to like he said earlier, they cross sell the apps from yes. web site clients.
0: That's the only way you're getting mm-hmm. app customers right now. Is is as upsells on your or add ons to your web design clients?
1: Yes, that's okay. that's one way. Uh, we're getting a handful of them organically. Um, but the most of okay. them have come through web clients and referrals from the web clients, mm-hmm.
2: how much of your, um, how much of your revenue is monthly recurring? Uh, probably Percentage
1: about 80% of our money, uh, 80% of our revenue is monthly recurring right now. Well, monthly recurring. Yeah. Are, so are you operating in to, the block? Yeah. we're no, still a little bit in the red.
0: Um, and what, and what percentage of the total needed revenue would you say you're currently making? So for example, if you need, you know, $10,000 a month each for each, all four of you, that's 40 grand, right? How much are, what percentage you're making, maybe 30, 40% of what you need for you all to go full time. Or what does that number look like?
1: Um, we are not paying ourselves yet. So, okay. um, the goal, my hope is that by the, within a 12 to 18 months, we can start actually paying out some sort of a disbursements to everybody. But, um, so you're I not paying yourself,
0: speak. but you're also not profitable. Where, what are the
1: expenses? The marketing that we're doing has been eating into our expenses.
0: I see you're running, mm-hmm. you're running negative ROI marketing campaigns.
1: Right now we are. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what have you stable. been doing? Right now, we're just paying for the, pay, the PPC ads on the Shopify platform for our Shopify app. Um, our non-Shopify app, um, we are organically advertising right now uh, using our own social media tool to, um, to grow our social media presence um, for that app. Um, and, but we want to start paying for some advertising and start paying for some Facebook and Instagram and TikTok ads, um, for that. And, uh, but I think, but I think part of
0: the issue, Dave is like, if you go, if you go to someone asking for funding, right. And, and they say, great, I'll give you a, you know, a quarter of a million dollars or whatever. And you say, great, we have a bunch of ad campaigns that are running that are not profitable. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's, it's not going to work, right. That's not a pitch that someone can accept. Like it's one thing, right. it's one thing to it's one thing to not operate at a profit because you're paying you're paying a team and and you're paying for resources and whatever. It's it's a it's another thing to have the resources and the team and not be able to generate a positive ROI on your marketing dollar, right? Or at least break even on your marketing campaigns. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, that's step one is like you look at your marketing campaign and you say, we have to get these break-even or roi positive um before we could even try to figure out what kind of funding we could look look for or who we could approach
1: um how are you getting clients now word of mouth for the most part or um you know like the shopify client was a referral from a friend um and uh and so that's you know, and the other clients that I have were referrals from my brother-in-law when I was doing a lot of the work for him. So a lot of everything we're doing has been referral-based. Um, and then I will go out and do a few cold calls, you know, a few times a month um, on people that I know vaguely, um, you know, just kind of, hey, hey, I saw that you need a new website. You know, are you looking to make any changes yet? And they're like, hey, we'll keep you in mind when we're ready. Um but, you know, I'm not a salesperson by trade. So um, that's the other side of the whole thing is, is, you know, we all keep pointing at each other. So who's going to be our salesperson? And so... Well, uh, yeah, there's who, an issue.
2: What kind of... Uh, tell me a little bit more about your projects. What kind of websites are you developing? Is it all e-commerce?
1: And what kind of apps are you developing? So the, the websites are WordPress and Shopify-based. One of those two platforms. Those are the two we we try and, and work in. Is it all uh, e-commerce? No, most of them, we only have one e-commerce one as far as the Shopify one goes. Uh, we're working on a second one right now.
2: Um, okay. And, and then the, re- uh, the rest of the websites are like what? Like your brochure type websites? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah.
1: What's your price point? Can I ask? Um, we are starting out at 199 a month um, for okay. that. And we're paying for the hosting. We pay for... We'll add in any kind of plugins if we got it because you know nothing's free. Yeah. You've got to pay for subscriptions for everything for WordPress or Shopify. And so we'll add. You put that on. on you the, put that
2: on. Tack that on to the client.
1: Yes, um, okay. only we usually try to include at least one plugin. Uh, the pricing is you know so that we can if there's only needs for one plugin, the subscription based Usually we can absorb that, um, but if it's more than one, then we start to tack it on to the customer. I. I don't like to nickel and dime people, so I always try to make sure I price everything so that I can maximize the value to them before I have to go back and, and ask for additional money.
2: Okay, and then what kind of apps are you developing?
1: The one app we have for Shopify is a, uh, actually it's a survey kind of app. Um, the idea there is, since it's so hard to track anything anymore, with, um, iOS and people being able to turn off tracking, you don't know where your customers are coming from. So the idea is that it's this post-purchase survey app that after they finish their checkout, it then says, Hey, how did you hear about us? How was your experience? All that kind of stuff. Right. So you can get some feedback post-purchase. Um, but that's just um, one, that's just one app though, right? Like what about the app. rest? So the other app is, um, the other app is our, uh, social media planner which is the AI based one that generates content for social media people. So that way they can advertise their products through social media. They can just be a general influencer. So you only have two apps. We have the two, we have a third one in development that we're working on um, trying to get finished with Shopify. And that's another one that's going to use AI and it's called shop brief. Uh And the idea for that app is that it will analyze your e-commerce store and give you some basic analytics in text rather than, cause you know, not everybody so, who runs an e-commerce store can read graphs.
2: So wait, wait, so you have three app projects. You must be charging a pretty hefty fee
1: for apps. Um, What, they are ninety nine a month for one at the basic level. The other one- You're talking
2: is, about, you're talking about
1: 2,995? No, $29.99. A month.
2: Okay, I'm trying I'm trying to figure out um, your math here because you said 50% of your revenue comes from apps and 50% mm-hmm. comes from web development. Yep. But you only have three apps? Yes, yes. At $30 a month?
1: One's $30, one's $50 a month, and the other one I think is when it gets finished and released is going to be uh, $79 a month. So they're not all that low price. It's just... Um, so
2: so you're uh, i i just want to make sure the math is if i'm hearing this right so from all three app projects you're getting you'll be getting paid 159 dollars a month total per
0: per customer per customer
2: oh that's what i want to know how many how many app projects do you have going on
0: how many app clients app customers right
1: app customers so the
0: thing is clay they're not developing these apps for the client the the apps exist as add-ons right
1: the apps yeah the apps exist oh okay Okay. subscribe but we at we we got it okay i was just like what
0: the i was like this
2: math is not adding
0: up do you mind talking real numbers dave how do you feel about talking real numbers is that i don't have a problem with that that. so so why don't you tell us top line revenue for for your business right now what what kind of revenue is it doing on average in a month
1: our business, on average in a month, is around thirteen hundred dollars a month.
0: Okay, <clears throat> and so half of that, so six hundred and fifty bucks, is web design clients, and six hundred and fifty bucks is uh, app subscriptions.
1: We, yeah, we have two apps that are released, fully released, and we're getting subscribers yep. for yes, okay. that are those. And the third one, we're just waiting for some approvals. Yeah.
0: So, so, yep. so I have to, I have to be frank here. I. We're you know we're 27 minutes into an episode, um, or into a conversation, and and I'm just not I'm not even sure where we're headed. I'm not sure how we can be of service to you. Like like what are maybe what are some of the big questions you're facing that you were hoping we could help you dive into today? I'm, I'm worried we're gonna, um, we're we're kind of going in circles a little bit if I'm being honest, and that's partly my fault, partly on me, but I just I just want to make sure we give you some helpful advice today. So I guess what are the big questions that, that you really came to the show wanting to ask today?
1: Was that it was about funding in, and, and actually okay. you guys have helped more than you, than you know, <laughs> well, that's good. circles you've helped because you've made me realize that one um, we haven't done a good enough job in defining ourselves um, because you've asked the questions that would have been asked of us from uh, a, you know, any kind of angel investor or investors yep. who yep. would have gone Or even, to. A,
0: even a bank loan manager. They're going to ask you yeah. these clarifying questions, right? And if, if yeah. they feel like we're going in circles for 20 minutes or if I feel like that, then they're going to feel like that. Yeah. And so that is something good to keep
2: can in I, mind. Can I ask you a question? So how many people work in, in your company? It's like it's the, all family. It's just the four of them. It's just <laughs> four. Okay, of three kids yeah.
0: and <laughs> none of them are full time. All right. So
2: full-time. if I were to ask each person including yourself separately in an individual room, individual times, what your company does? Will I get four different answers?
1: I think you'd get three different answers. There's two of us. Okay. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, three, that's a problem. That's not better than four. It, that's if, it's,
2: if it's not, if it's not four of the same answer, it's a problem. Yes. So yeah. this is, to me, this is where you need to start because you need to go back to fundamentals And Mm -hmm. figure out, all four of you need to figure out and get on the same page about what this company does, who you are, what are your core values, and what your destination needs to be, Yep. right? Who is your, what is your company identity? All four of you need to have the exact same answer. Because if you're not all four, considering this is a family business, you're all vested, right? It, if you're not all four on the same page about all this stuff, you're just you're you're, you're all going to go in different directions.
1: Yeah, and that's because of the way we started the business was I organized it so that the kids could each have their own kind of projects and run it through the business, so that they had a way of invoicing, collecting, paying taxes, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, you know. Now what, we've what, gotten to what a point basically where basically did was to, you, yeah. you
0: consolidated four businesses into a, a, to help consolidate some processes between four different businesses Mm -hmm. you didn't start you didn't start one business right right and and i think that's showing now on the back end because now it's like i can tell the way you're talking you want to do web design and development the boys want to do apps and maybe they each have their own pet app that they prefer right maybe one of them really wants to do a gaming app again and try to get that off the ground maybe one of them wants Mm -hmm. to do this ai social app like there's just so many fragments here Funding so is going to be impossible, but but even that's kind of, yeah. funding, like that's, just just you, being able to talk about your business with clients is going to be really hard.
2: you need yeah. to you need to treat so what you what you've been you guys have been doing you've been treating this as hobbies under a legal yeah, entity yeah. you you need to treat it like an actual business.
0: Which is hard with family, right? Because it's like, you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You want to spend time together. But at the end of the day, it has to be a business, not just a fun thing you're doing together as a family. And and so someone needs to say, this is the direction of the company. You can be a part of it or not be a part of it. We'll still be family. We'll still love each other. If you don't want to do web design, that's fine. Or if you don't want to work on apps, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Right. But, but like to just include everyone. So in a family, you include everyone in all their likes and dislikes, and you take that all into consideration in business. You pay attention to the revenue, you pay attention to the marketing, the messaging, the identity, the brand, all that stuff. And and you can't, you just can't include everyone and and what they want.
1: Yeah. And so the hard part that we're having right now is that we recognize that the apps could potentially actually be the future. Um, And we just, but that's a longer term look than the short term. And so that's what we're just trying to figure out where our identity is.
2: How much time are you guys spending on apps between all four of you? How much Uh, percentage wise, how much is being in development on apps?
1: I would say right now it's about 70% apps because we're trying to release the third one. Um, And the rest is on website and um, trying to land more customers.
2: Which (laughs) Which app produces the least amount?
1: Uh, the Shopify one produces the least amount.
2: What so percentage of revenue does that account for?
1: Probably about
2: 15%. And how much where, time is spent on that particular app?
1: That particular one um, is actually kind of coasting along, but that's where we're also spending our advertising money. And so that's one of the things I've been talking about with the kids is how much longer are we going to keep spending on this one? Um and,
2: and, are all are all your um advertising? Is all your advertising being advertised for the apps? Yes, I, I think it's a mistake. Well, it I depends. I it's a mistake.
0: I mean, that's not fair to say. We don't know, like, because because we're still not sure if if the goal is to grow the app business or the goal is to grow the web development business. Yeah.
2: Well, and, the, the way I view it now is is you know yeah sure if the goal is to grow the app business. I'm, I'm the way I'm looking at it right now is your website side of things is funding this whole thing. It's It's feeding the revenue into the apps. And you're trying to figure out how do you make this grow? I would tell you right now, it's a lot easier to sell web websites than it is apps. In my opinion, um, you're going to have way less churn, uh, with websites versus apps and you're gonna get more money per project on websites versus apps. So in my opinion, that's where you put some effort and resources into it for now, for now. And I, and the reason I'm saying this, and I, I agree with Preston, like, sure, if the goal is to increase your app side of things in the, in the future, then things can evolve But the way I'm looking at right now is you are operating in the red and none of y'all getting paid.
1: (laughs) exactly.
2: So you need to be in revenue, profit growing mode and you need to put some resources towards the thing that is actually making money
1: and feeding this thing. And that's been, yep. And I joke a lot that when you're, um, in business with your kids and and I'm the one acting as like the business manager. It's like herding cats sometimes. Um, but,
0: uh, well, it's hard. You, it, I mean, there are things you can say to an employee that you can't say to a kid. Right. Um, yeah. And, and things you can say to a team member that you can't say to a kid. So that's, mm-hmm. it's a challenge. There's
1: things you can say to a family member that you can't say to an
0: employee. That's exactly right.
2: Dude, can I, can I ask you like, so again, same question about like all four of you guys, if I were to, Ask each one of you guys what you are responsible for in the company. Can every single person like spit it out instantly?
1: Yes, actually, they do kind of. We all have our specialties, we all know what we're good at. Um, you know, my oldest being the product manager, he does help us, you know, do roadmaps. Um, he's a good idea person, uh, and um, some of the stuff we're doing today is because he's always got some new idea every week. Um,
2: that could be that could be an issue yes yeah who handle who handles marketing
1: right now it's
2: me Um, okay who handles who handles uh sales no one no one okay who handles operations i do who handles finances
1: i handle finances
2: so you handle so those, those are the four major areas of every single business. Yes. Now you handle by yourself three of them mm-hmm. when there's four of you guys on the team.
1: Yes. Four people. So that need to pay. me,
2: yeah. Like to me, that's a problem. There's the allocation there. does Yeah. Not...
0: Dave, can I ask a really hard question? Sure. It's going to be a really hard question. Um,
2: I feel like I know what this question is.
0: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> do you, do your do your boys want to be in business with each other and with you? Like genuinely, is this what they want to do for their careers, or is this is this a hobby business that you're all doing together as something fun that you do? Because it kind of feels more like that. It feels like maybe something. It, again, this is gonna. This sounds harsh.
1: It's Our actually the show I, is
0: is us speaking as much truth as we can. What it feels mm-hmm. like a little bit to me. Is like the dad who wants to like you know um like like make a band with his kids or mm-hmm. be like the be like the be like the band manager or like the agent for his rock star kids you know what I mean i and exactly and, yeah, and I don't mean that as an insult or anything I'm just trying I'm, as an outsider that's kind of what it feels like just from what you've told me the vibe with the kids are and how how the business is set up it feels like you're doing ninety percent of it and and maybe you and the kids disagree on the direction of the company and, and you're, you're kind of trying to cobble this thing together. Meanwhile, uh, it feels like they want to take things in a different direction or do something totally different or they don't agree with your philosophy or, or it's just, I don't know. It, it just kind of feels...
1: I, it's, it's not so much that as much as we are at a cross paths that we all know, a crossroads that we all know. Um, and we're all looking at each other, what direction we want to go in. We all have our own ideas of what direction that should be. And we haven't sat down for, I think it's been over a month since our last family dinner. So um, so we haven't had that conversation. And that's actually a really good question for me to ask my kids. Yeah.
0: So you um, guys run a business, know, right? You, yeah. Business meetings do not happen at family dinners. Mm-mm. So if you're running a business. And they happen
2: more than monthly.
0: And they happen more than monthly. Yeah. So you need to get together. And the CEO typically determines the direction of the business. I think that's yeah. you. So and so, so I think, I think maybe the biggest piece of advice coming out of this whole conversation today is I, you're treating this more like a family than a business, which is fine. I don't, I'm not saying like I don't want to cause family problems, right? That would be the last thing. Your family is more important than your business. But where this is a business show and we give business advice, you are treating your business like a family, uh, meaning, you know, there are things it sounds like maybe you're not saying you're having your business meetings at dinner with your wife. Uh, you're kind of trying to just like make a place for everybody. These are all great things to do in a family. In a business, it's about generating projects and revenue and, and growing a business, right? Not not like inclusion for everybody at all costs and sort of those some of those things that, that we build families on. And so I, I think, you know, before you can even touch the question of funding – I'm just not sure you have enough of a business on your hands yet. You have a mm-hmm. great side project or hobby so far with your kids that sounds like it's been fun so far, but I'm just not sure you have a business yet. Like I, I don't know, is that is that the wrong thing to say? Am I am I being too harsh? Is that unfounded? I, I don't know.
1: I don't think so. I think that you're identifying the issue that we need to address. And, um, I, part of it comes back from, you know, my wife's family has always had a family business that was very successful and they had their own family issues because trying to apply business decisions to family. And I Mm -hmm. was trying to go in the opposite direction of that. So I probably have to find that middle ground in there. And so, um, I want to, uh, but yeah, we need to have that discussion. And, and that's actually, I, that's a good point. As you know what who a who really to be here and who, um, and, and what direction are we going to.
0: And like, as a dad, maybe in. you say, look, it's okay. If you don't want to be yeah. a part of
1: this business, it's fine. Yeah. And I, yeah, it, all I want to do is have something that's behind, left behind, for the kids and the grandkids, I'm hoping that we can, this can be the kind of thing that brings in extra revenue so that they can enjoy some extra stuff for the kids. But, you know, maybe that's just the wrong way to approach it.
2: I'll tell you a very, very, very good book that all four of you need to read. And it's explain, it. it goes over this entire dynamic that we talked about in this entire episode is called Get a Grip by Gino Wickman. That I, if I were you, that would be the very first thing that I do after this podcast is all four of you read that book.
0: And then call an actual yeah. business meeting where your wife is not there and there's no food. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and- I mean,
2: you know, that book, that book goes into that because it goes into like, okay, who is responsible for what and then like how to run meetings and get on the same page. It, it it's, it is a game changing book. I promise you.
1: Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that. Um, and for all of us to read through that and stuff, that would be great. Um, I will definitely be pulling that up and checking that out. So and it's funny because in the pre talk here, I mentioned that, family business was part of what I wanted to talk about. And you guys <laughs> thought that was pretty funny and we ended up talking about it the whole time.
0: <laughs> not so much funny, but we just, you know, we don't, our kids are quite young still. So yeah, you know, yeah. take everything we're saying with a grain well, of salt, but.
2: It's the same issues. I, I will tell you, it's the same issues whether it's family or not. Right. Mm. You know, you all have to be on the same page. You all have to know what, what your responsibilities are. And also yeah, every true. single person on the team needs to, um, any, you know, basically AKA need to be for, they need to be in the right roles, you know? Yeah. And, 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 the, and the
0: stuff about like the direction of the company, right? I mean, we've had solo freelancers come on, not in a family business, not in any kind of group, just them. And they still lack some clarity on like, here's where we are. Here's where we're going. Here's what it's going to take to get there. That's Those are really the three questions. Um, and, and it sounds like there's some work to do there, but, but when you're in a family business, you got to work together to figure that out.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Yeah. It's not a marketing
2: problem. I know that that was one of the things that the thing, the thing that you brought up, at the, but you're not having a marketing problem. I don't think. Yeah. Ma- I mean, or a funding problem. Well, well, let me, yeah, it's not, let me rephrase. It could be a marketing problem, but. Like, you need to get some, you need to, you need to tackle these other issues first before you get into marketing. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, that's your marketing is just not going to be right if you don't know, if you're not on the same page, if you don't know the right direction. Like,
0: yeah, it's going to continue to be ROI negative. Yeah. Uh,
2: and yeah. funding only comes when you're actually a positive cash flow business.
0: Yes. Yeah, I mean Shark Tank and and Silicon Valley culture have led us all to believe that like you don't actually have to make money to run a business, right? I I subscribe more to sort of the Tim Ferriss model, which is like you bootstrap something until it makes some money and then and yeah, it might take a little bit longer. Then if you decide you want to go get a business loan, at least you have something to show. But like I just think um we, we put up on a pedestal these angel investors and this like um, pre-profit, pre-revenue businesses who make million-dollar deals with Mark Cuban or whatever. And it's just like, well, in the real world, uh, you know, in, the, in the other 99% that's not on TV, um, you know bank loan managers want to see some sign of positive ROI on your marketing efforts. They want to see a business plan. They want some clarity around what your business is, where it's going, how they're going to get their money back. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's just some very real questions that that have to be answered there before you can even approach funding. So I think, I think it's really like a a clarity and direction and messaging and, and, uh, and strategy, all of those kinds of questions that have to be answered first.
1: Yes. And, um, and, you know, coming into this, I thought we answered them. And as you asked me all the questions, it's like, no, I don't know the answer to that one yet. Um, and so, yeah, um, definitely, we'll be definitely having a business meeting soon.
2: Awesome. You're going to have to have some really tough conversations. Yep. Yep. Just fair warning.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're almost going to have to say, we need to talk now as business partners. And when we're all done with this, we close out the business meeting and then we can all be father and sons again, you know, like you almost have to separate it out.
2: I think, I think the biggest, I think the biggest probably conversation you're going to have, the toughest conversation you're going to have to have is the fact that you guys need to assign a CEO, whether that's you or somebody else, and that person is in charge.
0: And everyone else gets behind him. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah. And you will probably have at least one person not liking that because they, they might they might all want to be CEO, you know? I don't know.
1: Yeah. They like – yeah. I think that's part of it too is they all want the, some sort of C title. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I think – They can. You, you, they can you, have they a they
2: can have C title,
1: but – You got
0: to care more about – you got to care more about getting the business off the – the business is – it's just not doing a lot right now. Like get the business off the ground and then worry about your C title is my
1: personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I. Yep. I'm a little old school that way as well
2: and that. And if, you know if they care about C titles okay that's fine just make you the CEO make one the CTO make one a C something o yeah, or whatever fine. COO they all have different responsibilities but the yeah. fact is is a CEO is the one that actually makes the vision the final like decisions you know like that's what a CEO is if if somebody is more technical make that person a cto like who cares like titles are titles but like a title on a on a company that's running in the red is just not it's not yeah who cares yeah yeah
1: okay
0: all right dave unfortunately we are out of time today but um hopefully somewhere
1: in there there was something helpful (laughs) um it was um like i said you really helped me identify why we're struggling and um what we need to do next
0: well, good. I would love. Cool. I personally would love to check back in with you in, in six months or so and see if you've been able to sort through some of these. And then, frankly, we could do this again and talk some of these other questions that we thought we were ready for today, but maybe we weren't quite ready. Um, but mm-hmm. in any regard, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Dave, why don't you uh, tell people where they can connect with you, where they can find you online if they want to connect?
1: Yes, you can find me at uh, services.com That's G-O-L-A-Z-O services.com.
0: Fantastic. Dave, thank you for joining us. I've been Preston with Milo.co and, of course, Clay with getdripify.com. Thanks, Clay. Appreciate
2: your input as well today. Appreciate being here always. See you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Freelance to Founder, a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the Pogglomerate.
0: You can find links to my business, Milo.co. Clay's Business, Dripify, and of course, our podcasting partner, The Podglomerate, all in the description of this episode.
2: Remember to call in for your own episode at FreelanceToFounder.com.
0: A very special thank you to the members of the Milo and Podglomerate teams who work behind the scenes to make this production possible.
2: To stream past episodes, visit FreelanceToFounder.com or search freelance to Founder wherever you get your podcasts. And that's it for now. Until next time, see ya. We will see you guys on the next episode of Freelance To Founder.